Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Well, today is a very exciting day because it marks the start of a four-part series I've got for you all about brand colors. Um, It's my very favorite topic when it comes to branding. It's probably, um, apart from the illustrating and seeing everything come together, it's my favorite part of developing a brand personality. And I'm going to be sharing today specifically three mistakes that I see business owners make when they are choosing their own brand colors and what to do instead. Um, And also continuing on from that in the weeks to come and sharing my framework for choosing brand colors. Also sort of um, a crash course in color psychology in the meaning of colors and how they work and wrapping up with um, color formats and why they're so important when choosing your brand colors. So before we dive in, I first would like to remind you that enrollments are opening to Brand Alchemy this week on the 27th of July. If you would like to join the wait list and have a little sneaky early sneak peek um, and first dibs to an incredible discount, an early bird discount that's not going to be around for very long and a surprise gift worth $200, then please (laughs) head on out to the link down to the link in the show notes and get yourself on the wait list for Brand Alchemy. That's all happening this week. And um, to celebrate, I am hosting a free workshop on the morning of the 27th of July from 10 a.m. Adelaide time to roughly 12 or 12.30, depending on how many questions we have, because it is going to be live and it is going to be interactive and it's going to be fun. And it's designed to help young businesses make an impact with their brand. If you are feeling foggy, if you're feeling confused when it comes to marketing, if you have absolutely no clue about this branding business you are going to want to come along to that workshop so um, I've popped a link in the show notes there for you as well but if you want to get along to rachelwriter.com forward slash brand camp there's still time to register and please if you know any other ladies in business in those early stages of brand building invite them along because it's the very first time and only time I'm going to be hosting it for free. Next time it will be a paid workshop. So that's very exciting. I also have some surprises up my sleeve for those that are there live. So all happening this week, <laughs> but now we're going to dive into brand colors. So what else I would like you to do is um, subscribe to the podcast. If you are interested in choosing colors for your brands in a way that is aligned um, and not just sort of um, randomly, willy-nilly, no idea, sort of plucking um, out of thin air, which um, unfortunately seems to be the way of it. So make sure you're subscribed so that you get a notification each time a podcast comes up. It's going to be four weeks of brand color goodness. So let's dive in. Let's talk about brand colors first and what they can actually do for your business. Your brand colors are a method of communication. They're just one of the many ways that you can communicate your brand message. 
and encourage your audience to feel a certain way about your product or service or, you know, interacting with you. And they're actually a very effective way that you can control the message that you are sending if you just have a little know-how. And that's why I'm presenting this series. But the question is how? So when you're choosing your brand colours with intention and strategy, rather than what you like or what you're appealed to, they can actually help to encourage initial attraction to your brand. They can evoke an emotional response and above all, stimulate recall, which makes your brand more memorable. And that's exactly what we want. But it all comes down to making a plan. So what I'm going to do now is share the three biggest mistakes that I see business owners making when they are in those early brand building stages and they're putting things together. Um, maybe they have just registered their business name and they um, want to design a logo because that's, you know, that's generally the way that people do it, not necessarily correct, um, but that's a whole nother story. And of course, you need brand colors to design a logo. So um, let's dive into these mistakes and then I will share what to do instead. So Tell me if you're guilty of this, by the way, and there's no shame in it. It's just, you know, I think everybody has made these mistakes at some point. Um, yeah, but I would love to hear from you. Let me know on Instagram if, you, if you're guilty of this and if I opened your eyes to anything. So mistake number one is choosing their favourite colour. Can I tell you a story? Whenever I ask anybody what they think my favourite colour is, they always say turquoise or aqua or, you know, <clears throat> the um, like the greeny blue colour. Then they're like, that one that you use for your brand, which gets me excited because, A, it means that people are associating that colour with me and I am my brand <clears throat> and, um, and they're, they're, rem they're remembering it, they're recalling it. It's quite funny because it's not my favourite colour. It's actually been chosen strategically. So this is probably the most common mistake in new business owners is that they pick a colour that they love, that they think represents them <clears throat> on a personal level and not thinking, you know, of a bigger picture of how they're wanting to be perceived, okay? So um, a bit of a bombshell. Your brand is not about you necessarily it's you know obviously the brand that you are building is designed to facilitate a life that you are wanting to create your know, purpose that you want to fulfill but you are essentially helping people and you need to attract people to your product or service in order to fulfill that purpose in order to make those sales in order to grow your audience um, in, you know, and what you're wanting to be doing is attracting the right people so that you have a collection, a container of people who fit this, um, this category, who all have these same desires and needs that you can then, you know, really resonate with you and your brand. So <laughs> I hope that, that that helps to clear that up for you, um, that the way that you are presenting your brand is not necessarily um, how you would present yourself from a personal perspective is that you need to show up in the right way um, including your colors to attract the right people and I will be diving into that a little bit more in this series as well but the second mistake is 
playing it safe, okay? Um, don't be scared. Don't be scared of colour. It's a magnificent tool. Um, all you need is the right know-how. So if you are copying colour palettes from your competitors or you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and sort of like trying one colour this week and trying on another colour another week that you see other people in your niche using, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not um, standing out. You're not presenting confidently. And, um, you know, you're actually blending in by copying other people in your marketplace. You're going to be blending in and that's, that's not helpful. You want to be standing out to the right people. So if it's just, for example, if your brand is bold or your, you know, your offers are for the bold, dare to be bold. Um, if your brand is empathetic and supportive, then, you know, dare to be soft and caressing. That's, you know, it's, it's aligned. It feels right for your brand. It feels right for your audience. Even if your competitors are offering something in a completely different way, they are serving an entirely different segment of the market. So whatever it is that makes your brand unique, you need to lean into that and allow yourself to trust color to communicate your message and, you know, once you sort of establish your color palette and you're using it consistently, that's how you create brand recognition. Okay, so trend number three, sorry, not <clears throat> I just gave it away. Mistake number three is trends, following trends. <laughs> so <clears throat> the problem with trends is that, you know, for the five minutes that they are in fashion um, and, and trendy, that's cool. Like, that they're probably going to be attractive to your target audience if they are, um, you know, appealing to them. The problem with trends is that they date. And the more people that get on the bandwagon of the trend is that they then start to blend in. So if you get on, um, if you, you know, start riding the trend wave at the beginning of a trend, you're sure, you're going to stand out, but then other people are going to start copying because they see it working. And then, and then you're just going to be, part of the, the the muddy mediocre <laughs> okay so <clears throat> your brand will then become stale it will require refreshing and you're going to be needing to change your colors again especially if you know if this is like a little bit of a cycle that you've developed um, so the key to fix this is to shun trends like don't even take them on board I don't even look at design trends when I'm designing brands I'll let that sink in. Um, a lot of designers do. I purposefully don't. Um, your brand, like to create a brand with longevity requires you to um, have a, it, it to stand the test of time, okay? You need to have a long-term plan. Think about the big vision. And, you know, if your brands are just chosen because of a trend or because it's your favorite color or because you're too scared to, you know, to lean into color or you're just not educated in how it works. Um, if your brands, if your brand colors are not aligned with your brand personality or your customers wants, needs, desires, their emotional state, their desired emotional state or your actual offering, um, you're actually, it's going to be confusing. It's going to be off-putting and you're running the risk of repelling sales rather than attracting them. So, um, 
also just if it's all feeling too hard or you're rushing the process, the branding process as a whole, not necessarily just to the choosing colours, this is actually <clears throat> choosing colours um, is actually one of the end byproducts of a very lengthy in-depth process that I use uh, for my one-on-one -on -one clients, but also through Brand Alchemy. Brand Alchemy is actually based on that exact process. And it's going to give you the answers that you're seeking if you're feeling overwhelmed with choosing brand colors. It's just one small part of communicating your brand. But by choosing willy-nilly, if that's what you are doing, unfortunately, you're sending a subliminal message that the presentation of your brand isn't important to you. And if you have a think about that, if that's the message that you're sending, what's this saying? Like, how is this how is this helpful to your audience or potential customers? If you're not feeling confident in what you're putting out into the marketplace, whether that's, you know, anything visually to do with your brand or any of your marketing messages, including colours, then they're not going to trust you. They're going to sort of their confidence, Your conf if your confidence is not strong, <clears throat> their confidence in you will match however you are feeling. So the key thing that you need to know before you do anything that communicates your message in any way, including your brand colors, is to have your brand foundation in place and be confident in your strategy and use this as the springboard to give you the answers that you are seeking when it comes to choosing your colors. So that was fun. <laughs> I told you I get a bit passionate about brand colors. Um, but, you know, if you are feeling a little bit foggy about all of this and I, I say things like brand strategy and, and um, you know, foundations and, you know, customers' emotional states or, you know, if, if you're just in branding in general, if you are feeling foggy, please get yourself on the... Um, on the get, get yourself registered for brand camp because um, that will certainly open your eyes to how your brand works within your overall business plan and uh, we are going to be running through some key foundational elements when setting up your brand that every brand needs to know to be successful so um, so do that Pop yourself on the waitlist to brand alchemy to learn more about the live program that I will be running. And I'm so excited to continue our color series next week. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more hard-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.